All right, welcome back, everybody. It is the end of the school year for most schools, if you can believe it. Springtime is in the air, and uh, we're getting ready to launch ourselves into summer. And it is the perfect time to talk about the word that we have this month, because I don't know about you, I'm about ready to shut it down. (laughs) Shutting it all down. Shutting it all down. So I'm excited to talk about this one, because uh, this is yet another time where I'm going to get some helpful hints and tips from our conversation. But uh, before we launch into what the word is this month, we probably should introduce ourselves if we have some new folks listening. My name is Leslie Bolser, and I am the creative director for Core Essential Values. We're a company that writes curriculum and provides resources for pre excuse me, pre-K through high school students and their teachers and their schools and communities. And I'm here with my friend, Dr. Beth Trammell. Beth, tell us about yourself. All right. I'm excited to be here for our last one this year. Um, Yeah, I'm Dr. Beth Trammell and I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East, where I'm also the director of the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program. And um, I focus on all things um, adult-child relationship. I specialize in helping folks make words matter for good. And um, yeah, because when we use our words intentionally, um, it becomes more effective in our relationships, not just with our kids, but with other people too. And so um, I love this word we're going to talk about, even though I think it's hard. Um, yeah. After the last couple of years we've had, I think this one's, I think this one's going to be hard for folks. I agree. I agree. So let's jump right into it. We're talking about pre-K students right now. We're talking about little ones. Um, So it's a little different than the way we describe it for our elementary and middle and high school kids, but it's the same idea. So the word we use with older kids is perseverance, and that's a lot of letters and a lot of syllables for little kids. So the word that we're using for middle and high school and elementary students is kind of a big word. It's got a lot of letters in it. It's a little difficult to understand its perseverance. But when we're talking about pre-K students and our, our young friends, what we're really saying is, I won't get up. And I totally agree with you. We are coming off of a place of a couple of years where it felt like we were just hanging on. Um, and it really seems like now is a tough time to talk about not giving up. Uh, yeah. And I love uh, starting uh, today's conversation with our, our little ones, our preschoolers, because they um, there's a lot that, that happens for preschoolers that they do give up a lot. And usually they're giving up results in some sort of tantrum. (laughs) So their version of giving up typically looks like something that we don't necessarily love as parents. And so part of why I love having the conversation uh, kind of at, at each developmental level is because the way we talk about this word and the way we really implement it in our living room for our little ones is going to be different for our, our, our older kids, even our elementary kids. So when I think about you know, perseverance for our, our preschoolers and, and trying to teach them not to give up, I have to first realize that the, the world around them, because they are not experts in the world, they're not experts in in anything, you know. Yeah. They're just doing so much play, but even play can be really frustrating. And I want to give up a lot, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm building with, uh, you know, my my blocks in my preschool classroom, and by golly, you build too high and it tips over. Right. And I don't want to persevere. I want to scream and yell and throw the other blocks across the room. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And then just walk away to something else, right? Leave them right, that's there right. on the floor. Go get the course. 
that's some real junk. That just yeah. really irritates my little four-year-old self. Yeah. So when I, when I talk with parents about this, I first want them to realize that perseverance comes through the development of frustration tolerance. So when we can help our kids learn to tolerate frustration, that's how we help them develop this ability to kind of not give up. So when you're building with your child or when you're doing something with them that they're not that great at yet, when they get angry or when they start to tantrum, instead of kind of minimizing that, like, oh, don't be mad. It's, you know try to really encourage them. Like, yeah, that is really frustrating, isn't it? I really don't like when my block tower falls over either. Mm. But you know what? We can just build it again and I can help you if you need help. Mm. Right? So just just kind of planting some of those seeds of this is frustrating and frustrating things make you want to quit and that's okay. And now let's try again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's really great to just even acknowledge the frustration that they feel, right? And let them feel the frustration that they feel instead of covering that up and then figuring out what to do next. And maybe yeah. even at that moment, it's okay to try again and then to recognize that they just maybe don't want to build with the blocks anymore. <laughs> you know, it's so true that, um, you know, I've been in plenty of preschool classrooms. I do a lot of training and consultation in preschool, preschool classrooms. And, you know, I go in and I'm like, you know, let's just not let them build that high. Like it always falls over. I mean, just gravity happens, you know? So it's like, you may need to intentionally support your child when you know, okay, look, they are persistent. They want to keep building. So it's taller than them. So gravity is going to happen. Our job is to kind of step in and say, Hey, it's, it's probably going to fall over, but I'll hold it here so that it doesn't. Yeah. Because if it falls, you're going to get frustrated and I don't want you to quit. I want you to keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And, you know, I think sometimes when we talk about perseverance and we talk about just sticking with it, we forget how important help is. Mm. How, how as adults, when we're persevering, most of the time we cannot do it alone. So why would we think that a four-year-old could persevere on their own as well? And, you know, whether it's helping hold the blocks up or, whatever that support is needed at that time, I don't think we're not teaching them perseverance by teaching them that they can reach out for help. Oh, that's so good. And it's such a good reminder, right? That, uh, you know, my other part of, of why don't preschoolers persevere, for me, the first is frustration tolerance and the second is a lack of general skill. So mm-hmm. to your point, it's like teaching them perseverance through asking for help is exactly what we want them to do, right? Right. Like not giving up includes asking for help. It doesn't mean that I have to absolutely be the only person to build this block tower. So I think realizing that when their tantrum comes from either a lack of frustration tolerance or because you know, they're just getting irritated that you've told them to clean up again and they don't know how to put the basket on the shelf or whatever it might be. Realize that when they are quitting or they're falling out on the floor or whatever, it's not that they're just being a jerk. (laughs) It might feel like that in the moment. You know what I mean? Like I've got four kids. I know what it feels like to have them like, quote, not listen to me, you know, but 
our preschoolers are learning so many skills every single day because they are skill deficient, you know? Yeah. yeah, So it's realizing that our job is to teach frustration management skills, but then also just the other like everyday life skills that will help them be successful. Yeah, for sure. And I love that this, that talking about perseverance and talking about not quitting is so much a part of the other things we talk about right so this is the foundation of cooperation and this is mm. the foundation of patience and so many of the other things we talk about using how much these skills overlap and using these skills to to help support each other so when we're helping them tie their shoe and we say i'll do the first part or you do the first part i'll do the second part until they have the the dexterity to be able to do both parts that's just cooperation and then as they develop those skills then you give more and more of the responsibility to them they're less likely to quit. They're more likely to feel good about what they've been able to do. And then you can highlight that you work together to get something done. So I just think there's so much involved that this particular word or this particular um, skill has so many other things wrapped up in it that's important to not forget about. Yeah. I mean, everything you said, absolutely true. And, you know, modeling how to do these things also shows our preschoolers that it can be done and this is how to do it. You know, sometimes when we say things like put all the cars in the basket and put the basket on the shelf or whatever, sometimes our kids have a hard time like seeing that play out in their mind, Mm -hmm. right? So like we're giving them verbal information, but if we give them the verbal information plus the visual cue of us modeling it for them, that isn't us doing it for them. That's us modeling for them. And then we sort of take three cars out of the basket and put the basket on the floor and say, okay, now it's your turn. Yeah. Right. So that incorporates cooperation. It also incorporates, you know, kind of step-by-step letting them see how it goes, doing it together at a level that is appropriate for them. And all of that will influence their perseverance in the long run. Yeah. That's really, really great. Well, I totally appreciate this conversation. I think it's timely at the end of the school year when you do just feel like shutting it all down. Um, But I also think it's timely in terms of setting up for the following year. Mm. You know, having having something toward the end of the school year and then working through the summer on persevering on some things um, and then what to do with that frustration when you feel it. I think this one is perfect to end on because we can spend a little more time digging into it over the summer with our with our little ones um, before we start the next year. I think it's great. You know, I think one, one last thing I'll add is, you know, for anyone whose child may be starting kindergarten, let's say, um, if you're listening and you've got a five-year-old who's going to be stepping into kindergarten, there are some really great like kindergarten checklists out there mm-hmm. that even over the summer, you can start just kind of walking through just a few of those that would be um, kind of helpful daily living sorts of tasks that may be hard for your child right now. But by the end of the summer, if you practice once or twice or um, every day for some of the skills, you know, you're developing that perseverance in them by, by kind of doing that over the summer. So that's just one other thing that came to mind. That's a, that's a great suggestion. Okay. Uh, if you want to know more about Core Essentials and our Seedlings Pre-K uh, curriculum, you can check us out at coreessentials.org and you can find us on social media at CE values. Beth, how can people get in touch with you? 
Yeah. So uh, my my website is uh, makewordsmatterforgood.com. And I have two uh, other podcasts, one called Kids These Days, Need Us to Make Words Matter for Good. And the other one is called Things You Learn in Therapy. So would love for folks to um, follow any of those if they're interested. Excellent. Excellent. So we're going to take a couple months off for the summer. Yeah. Then we'll be back for an all new year. We've got some new stuff to talk about next year, some new words and uh, some new things to share with parents that I think are going to be really helpful. So stay tuned. Love it.